Welcome to the Sustainability Sessions. I am your host, Rebecca Sayre. Hope y'all are staying safe and cozy and taking care of each other out there. We're living in, in strange days. Um, our guest this morning, we got some, there, there are upsides. There are upsides. And our guest this morning is Cameron Reith of Green Home Solutions uh, based out of Fremont. Hey, Cameron. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Cameron was not only are we excited that you're our guest, you also agreed to do this yesterday. So I appreciate it <laughs> very much. Um, and we are gonna talk about uh, what's going on with the uh, with green building, green remodels, uh, the real estate market. And, and really there are, there are trends out there that given this unprecedented time that, are, that we are in, that we are seeing uh, people having the ability to make and having the time to make uh, investments in their homes and remodels and, and in their, their buying decisions and in how we're living and how that is actually you know, expanding um, some opportunities in, in the green building sphere. Could you, could you talk about that a little bit, Cameron? Yeah, um, I think first of all, we, we uh, had to make some major adjustments early on i'm sure as most people and and just very grateful uh as we reopened in june that uh, our line of work and our business was was finding a lot of uh interest and things are going well and and so just very grateful to be in this industry as we could all probably be doing something right now that um could be negatively affected uh like a lot of people are dealing with so just feeling very very grateful for this and and um it's been a it's been a fun few months outside of you know a lot of the other things going on that's uh, good a now, lot of people working clarify, your business is green home solutions you've got a showroom in fremont but you work throughout the region right yes okay yeah and we so we focus on environmentally friendly building products uh, of all types and seen a seen a big uptick in interest and people are at home as we know and and looking at their floors or their countertops or you know i think a big thing early on was outdoor projects a lot of people working on yeah. decks and and improving their spaces that they're spending a lot of time in and um so it's been uh it's been a fun one well, that's good. I mean, that's that that's good, right? Like, now we're in this time where people are like, you know, I wish I had time to, you know, put put in a new floor, put in a new countertop, and now now we have that time. And people are, pro I think, probably staring at it more than they would in a in a regular week. Um, and then, so most of the listeners out there who've listened before know that um, my day job, I'm a real estate agent with Infinity Real Estate and Development. And um, we definitely have seen some interesting things in the real estate market as well that I think pertains to some of the things that you're saying. We've got, you know, it, it's been a strangely hot market in that there has been less inventory. 
So it's been pretty competitive when people are, are you know, going in for a home. There's often a multiple bid situation. Um, but people are also, they're, they're looking at their homes a little bit differently. Like I get, I'm getting asked some different questions. Like people are really wanting to make it, you know, make those investments. And, and there's a couple of things, either they're, you know, they're doing that in sort of the urban core, but then also folks are moving in some cases out of the urban core. And that's also changing the way that they're making decisions and how they're looking at land and how they're looking at, I mean, I, I am getting more questions about gardens and I'm getting more questions about solar, which is really good, which is, I mean, solar is one of those things that uh, actually can, you know, national studies show it adds seven to 8% value to the resale value of a home when you, you when you've invested in a solar system. So not only does it save you, you know, once you make the initial investment, it saves you, uh, on the significantly on the cost of energy production, depending on timing and rebates and things available where you're at, you can also get, you know, rebates and, and, and things back from, from having solar. We, uh, my ex-partner and I, we did it several years ago. We were able to get some additional funds at the time, um, but it, it does definitely improve the resale value of the home. And there seems to be a, not a ton, but more of a grasp of that uh, than you know the previous year, so so it's it's just really interesting. It is definitely causing a you know a shift in the way people are viewing where and how we live and how we should address things. Absolutely, um, I think a lot of people with the work from home capability are looking for more more space. Uh, potentially of more property as a whole, more of a yard, definitely getting away from the inner core of the apartments and condos and, um, you know, for, for obvious reasons, I think. And then uh, the flexibility, it creates a, an, an entirely different uh, view and real estate market for that point. And then uh, really everyone is likely connecting a lot of dots with this uh, pandemic and the environment as well. So mm -hmm. starting to look at, you know, some of their choices and, and how it affects the environment. Um, you know, I think that's, that is hopefully part of that uptick. And I hope something that continues to, to increase is that, is that awareness of where we're spending our money, how we're spending our money, mm -hmm. life cycle costs, um, huge factor in, in what is green or isn't green, indoor air quality, right? Huge topic right now for people just spending a ton of time indoors. Uh, and I think that gains a lot the of awareness. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, maybe five, 10 years ago, uh, that wasn't talked about as much. Um, and now it is really uh, on a lot of people's minds. There's, you know, air filters, there's, you know, circulation in the home but then what is in your home and, and what's creating what's potential you know in there that's creating negative uh, indoor air quality for people and so I think that's a, a huge focus too yeah and it's I, I, I will say it, it's it, in my experience as an agent and again I think it, it, there's a lot of factors some people are wanting to move out to the country sometimes that pertains to your your age where your stage in life, your income level. I also have a young, a, a number of younger people 
who are you know first time home buyers stuff like that who actually still want to very much be in the urban core because even though you can't go anywhere right now there's still services amenities um an awareness of of the interconnectivity of when things do work they don't want to drive um they're thinking about affordability i mean they're really thinking with a, a resilience in mind um that certainly was not a component of you know it, when i was in my 20s and 30s that was it was not a topic of discussion so much um so that that with all of these shifts, that's that's another trend. Like the, the the consciousness about we need to be resilient and think about just the you know tough times possibly ahead. Thinking about climate. Now, now my real estate company uh, does have a lot of focus on green, so I think we have probably more conversations about that stuff than maybe others. But that's another trend out there that's interesting. Are you are you having those kind of discussions with like you know in the Fremont store or anything like that? Absolutely. Uh, so as we kind of touched on yesterday, I came from real estate uh, and about 15 years ago now, I want to say, um, I had gone through a course to become an eco broker, uh, which I don't even think was an accreditation at the time, but uh, just to I did that too. See, yeah, see how, you know, how what it's worth. I could create more value for my potential clients as I was getting into real estate. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it hasn't quite taken off as much as possible, you know, as much as it, I feel like it should have or, or, or could, um, but definitely uh, I think there's value there uh, and it's probably what you guys are doing at your company now is starting to have those conversations with people that are, are not just about two bedroom, one bath, or, you know, square footage dollar, you know, per square foot. Um, but having much more in-depth conversations about, you know, materials that are present in the home or, or, you know, heating systems. He, he, heating systems is definitely big. And I, you know, when, when people are doing things like choosing to put in a mini split or something like that, uh, you know, more efficient heating systems, uh, looking at airflow, looking at, you know, closing up those, those holes that are both sucking money and energy out of the home. Uh, sort of those, those energy efficiency remodels. It, it, it's definitely, you know, more kind of on the, the tip of the tongue of, of the client than, than I had seen before. I mean, so it's good. There's a literacy, I guess, happening, and and the, cor the correlation between the the you know, you save energy, you save money, and and you know, over over the life. So that's definitely happening. And and as we also talked yesterday, Cameron, it was you know, it's interesting. I my background prior to this was working in communications and doing a lot of advocacy work around the environment, the sustainability, both wilderness to the built environment, and how prior to the economic you know collapse of 2008 there was this burgeoning you know business of building green and 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 it was really certainly in the northwest here a big thing and then in 2008 it was like that spigot turned off in terms of the communications and the focus and all that stuff and i view it as a flywheel that we need to get spinning again and it seems to be gaining some momentum again and hopefully it will but we'll, we'll see how it goes i think you know with this show and with other efforts, those of us who are committed 
scientists who would probably have to help drive that. But yeah, I, you know, Bill Green is doing a lot of good things, uh, getting a lot more builders on board with, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's incentives there, uh, fast tracking permits uh, that is appealing to some of the, you know, uh, what am I looking for? The uh, urban development, the you know, zone changing, the urban density. Uh, so they're doing great things. Northwest Eco Building Guild, you know, some of these these organizations that are helping promote uh, green building as a whole, and just getting that information out to people because it's largely education and 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 reaching people with this information that that then becomes you know just a way a standard and i think that's what we need is, is some standards around building that are you know that we don't go below that's for sure so hopefully that's happening 2008 totally i think you know it seemed like it was going in a good direction i think with the economy these things start to ebb and flow um and it's probably due to resources as well but you know people just going back to what they know when when times are tough so um, same thing goes for building products. Uh, luckily, same thing, a lot of progression in green building products. Things have changed immensely over the years. It's mm -hmm. become more competitive. Uh, definitely when we first got going, it was, everything was more expensive, period. And it had that. Sure. Had that something new is usually more expensive. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's become where it really isn't more expensive. You know, if it, as long as you're talking, you know, like for like as far as quality, uh, then then there really isn't necessarily an increase in costs. And if there is, it's it's very minor. It's you know five percent. Um, mm -hmm. You can't really compare, you know, vinyl from, you know, some big box store to, you know, a green flooring product, and compare those. I don't think that's fair. You have to. You have to take a you know maybe a a higher quality product from anywhere for that matter compare it to something that say we carry or another uh green flooring product and you start to see that those things have become extremely competitive which is great and that just right. come with with growth i think and and more availability absolutely and i um i often when i talk to my uh, clients or or just sort of, you know, those who deal with the built environment. I mean, the, the infrastructure, the tools, the systems that we had a hundred years ago, that's what we had. That's what we did, that's what we used. We've learned a lot since then. And we're in a strange time right now, again, with infrastructure they're kind of failing in mass around the country. Things are, things are gonna have to be replaced with something. So it's like, what technologies do we use? Do, you, do we use the knowledge that we have now or do we stick to the knowledge we had a hundred years ago just because that's what's already there? And so it's 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 an interest it's an interesting dynamic. It's kind of a push and pull. But it's it, it's it's going in the you know, it, it it's moving forward. It's moving forward. So definitely. And the, the youth, I mean, we we're talking to more and more young people and it's it's just known, right? I think mm -hmm it has definitely reached the youth and that's what's exciting is you know 10 years from now it's going to be propelled even more uh they do have you know a little more knowledge coming into it or maybe it's just a standard they right. they appreciate you know what's happening to the environment they're willing to stand up to these things they 
they're they're willing to do the research to pick the right types of products that they want to use. I think I think there's going to be a lot of good things here in the next ten years. That's good. We need it. We're 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 running out of time. And actually, speaking of time, it is eight twenty, and we're going to go to break real quick for a second. And so this is Rebecca Sayre, Sustainability Sessions. This is our guest today is Cameron Reith with Green Home Solutions. And we'll be back in a minute. Which way the wind blows when this day is done. Green Home Solutions is a family-owned and operated green building product supplier based in Seattle, Washington. They are passionate about the environment, conservation, and sustainable building practices. With over 20 years in the construction industry, they pride themselves on product knowledge, installation techniques, and knowing which green building materials are right for you. Green Home Solutions offers the highest quality, eco-friendly building materials, and their online store is a great place to shop for everything that you need. Their Seattle showroom is truly a one-stop shop for all of your green building supplies. For more information, visit ghsproducts.com. Are you feeling blocked? Are you frustrated or confused? If so, take some time to stop and step off the treadmill so you can receive the guidance and the support you need to take your life in a new direction. A client of mine called me a personal trainer for the body, the mind, and the spirit, and she added, Dina Marie does not heal you. She gives you the tools you need to heal yourself. If you're ready for a change, I'm here for you. In person, our phone sessions are available by appointment. Visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Tune in every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. for the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer. Learn from and be inspired by local leaders, thinkers, and problem solvers who are tackling the sustainable living questions through invention, collaboration, and hard work. This lively and thought-provoking show focuses on tangible, practical measures that we can all take to reduce our carbon footprint and rethink how we relate to the resources of our natural world. Don't forget, that's the Sustainability Sessions with host Rebecca Sayer, every third Friday on Lift Your Spirits Radio at 8 a.m. Tired of pain relievers that do not work? At Resonant Botanicals, they believe in natural solutions, in relieving pain and anxiety. They make handcrafted hemp oil lotions and creams that relieve pain, calm the mind, relax the body, and induce a restful night's sleep naturally. Resonant Botanicals is a family-owned business with a passion for using the best plant-derived organic ingredients. You can buy with confidence with their 100% money-back guarantee. To see all that they have to offer, visit ResonantBotanicals.com today. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. New day for everyone. Hello out there. Uh, this is Rebecca Sayre with the Sustainability Sessions. I hope you all are uh, staying safe, staying warm, uh, taking care of each other. Let's all remember to check in on our neighbors and our friends and people who we know may be struggling a bit right now because that is going on. Um, 
Today, we are talking with our friend Cameron Reith. He is with Green Home Solutions, uh, environmentally uh, sustainable building products and resources. And um, I, Cameron and I have just met, however, he's had a really long affiliation with the Northwest Eco Building Guild, um, who me and uh, the real estate company I'm a part of, Infinity Real Estate and Development, um, we work real closely with the Guild, uh, just a, a great group of folks based out of Seattle, but working around the region, just basically figuring out how to how to live, live, live more lightly, how to reduce our carbon footprint, how to have more energy efficiency, how to save water. As we were saying in the in the last segment, uh, we have a lot more knowledge and we have a lot more skills and we have a lot more understanding uh, than we did, you know, like a hundred years ago. Uh, when some of the practices and some of the infrastructure that we're, we're dealing with today was put together. So uh, pl places uh, like Green Home Solutions, folks like Cameron, um, these are just resources for how to do it. So for those of you listening out there who just are like, you know, you're just living your life, you're living in your home, you're trying to figure out what to do and you're aware of you know, the the fact that we're we're on the brink of some pretty crazy stuff with climate change and you want to know what can we do this is it's the little baby steps you can take to do a, to be a part of addressing a big problem so i don't cameron it's kind of a crazy lead-in but do you want to speak to that a little bit oh boy <laughs> um, boom right i think it, large a large part of what we do is education and yes we're a store Right. We sell building products. We also walk the line of, of having conversations with people about the environment and, and, you know, our responsibility as a human being right now and the choices we make without stepping on toes, without kind of crossing that line. And some people are more open to the conversation and, you know, we dive right in and, and we can have that open dialogue and then yeah, I think other times you need to just be careful. Some people might be interested in, uh, you know, something that's environmentally friendly, but, you know, they don't want to go too far into, you know, the, the, the climate, you know, the topic of climate change and yeah. the responsibility that we have as, as people, again, making these decisions. And, and we don't want to sound like we're, you know, overselling something with the connotation of climate change. It really just, it's all together, it's all kind of mixed and we feel a responsibility to really push that topic and really have some conversations about, you know, why this, you know, why cork over vinyl? Why, you know, wool insulation over something like, you know, fiberglass with an insane carbon footprint? You know, just having conversations and, and and really hopefully making some change. And, and I think it is a very pivotal time right now to start to make some of these changes. And so um, the more conversations we all have, the better. Absolutely. It's, it's all about communication. It's all about community. And it's, you know, kind of how I, I personally got um, kind of my, my pathway in my career, you know, having worked, uh, you know, in my, my 20s, I, I, I worked for the Sierra Club. I worked, you know, worked for, did advocacy in Washington, D.C. for the Union of Concerned Scientists and a few other groups. And 
but I got really interested in it's like, you know, you can pass policy all day long, but the business sector has to be able, first of all, to, to respond to these things and, and willing. And, and if, if you've got to be able to make decisions that actually have an impact and actually help us get more, well, how I view it more in line with natural systems, um, as opposed to being kind of out of whack of those systems as, as we are right now. And, um, it's really important to create the pathways and possibilities and just like, again, being able to make a decision as a homeowner or as a renter or whatever to be like, okay, I'm going to just, I have to have a floor in my house <laughs> of some kind. Um, you're here in the Northwest, it's muddy. You don't want to just live on a dirt floor, be gross. You got you to do something. So, you know, you can, you can have cork over vinyl as this conversation has gone on I, I for whatever reason thought back to some advertisement I saw from the 1950s that was like advertising uh wallpaper for your baby's room laced with DDT so that you would protect your children from insects um we've learned wow. since then that that's not a good idea right you know, <laughs> let's not do that so it's like as we learn stuff we can incorporate that into the decision making that we that we do and resources like Green Home Solutions and, and other folks who are providing access to these products and making them, it's just easier to get, you know, it, it doesn't have to be the diehard who goes, you know, out of their way and spends all their money and all their time to figure out how to live more sustainably. It's just, we know that it's better to be more in rhythm with natural systems and there are resources out there and that's what you're providing. And, and that's, it's small and it's huge at the same time in, in that frame, I think. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, if you're doing a project, it's important to consider these things and you have a budget. So then I think another great thing in recent years is that these things have become more affordable. So it really should be more attainable to all people. Um, and then also, you know, maybe it's it's salvaging what you have for now and, and making a better decision down the road and, and really not not doing anything temporary. You know, I think uh, there's a lot of folks that say, hey, you know, let's just do this project and we'll we'll do something, you know, quick and cheap and there goes our landfills. So I think, you know, salvaging and reusing and, you know, doing as much of that as possible, less of an impact, right? I think that's a huge part of this. Um, rather than maybe going out and buying a green floor, you know, that isn't your long-term solution or isn't going to have that life cycle uh, mm -hmm. focus, mm -hmm. so. A, a quote that I've been thinking about ever since last Earth Day, and it, 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 it's not that this is a new quote in, in my sphere, but I've been thinking, just thinking about it a lot is, there's no waste in nature, right? And in, in natural systems outside of us, us humans with our big brains and our opposable thumbs, which I actually think that's, that's our whole problem. We have these thumbs and so we have to, we have to build things. Um, but uh, getting back into that loop where there's just less waste is actually, that's, that's, that's kind of all it is. We just got to get back in sync. Our trajectory kind of went off on our, on our own. 
So true. Less plastic across the board. I mean, that's that's got to be on the top of the list, and and we definitely. Preach I that actually here. read that the guy who invented the plastic bag did it because he wanted he liked trees and he wanted to save trees. Isn't that <laughs> ironic? <laughs> it is. Um, but let's talk about so so one of the things that again for it, 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 and just taking into account our listenership out there. I know we've got people who are coming from all different strata life and and particularly right now are dealing with all kinds of life challenges but one of the things that allows people to make these decisions and just thinking from a real estate perspective is having equity in your home and speak to that a little bit yeah i think i think a lot of people if you've been in the seattle real estate market uh for you know the last 10 years you've been building equity and and uh in a good position to maybe do some of these improvements and maybe that's why we are where we are right now given the time and and you know maybe some folks are not necessarily working but still have the ability to do some home improvement projects while you know while folks are are waiting for things to maybe get a little bit more normalized so Mm -hmm. uh equity and and course rates at an all-time low and, and the right. need to, to refinance and do some of these improvements has to be a huge driver of what's going on um and I, so I, I will say that if folks are, are, are you know certainly initially you know in the spring part a big part of what led to the uh lower inventory on the market totally logically to my mind is that people didn't want to put their home on the market because the whole thing's too, they don't want people in their home. It's just sort of, it's a, it's a, it's a scary unknown. And I will say that, um, you know, I, I'm overall, overall happy with the way that the governor has handled this stuff. I, I would, I would like there to be some more focus on some economic relief for sure. But, um, We've done pre- we've done pretty good, and I will say that you know real estate has adjusted pretty well. Like we figured out how to do open houses, we figured out how to limit people. There was a bit of a mad rush uh, early on, but it, it it seems to be working its way out. That people are are able to stay safe and develop systems to still still buy and sell homes and all that stuff during this time. Yeah, no, I think this is this is really pushing folks in every industry to become, you know, whether it's e-commerce or a little bit more of a virtual digital world and real estate, uh, being able to do 3D tours uh, or even, you know, buy and sell your home online is, is something that I'm sure is going to disrupt the real estate market in the next 10 years. Uh, so there's a lot of changes that are that are happening uh, and being forced to happen by, you know, by this pandemic. Uh, we're pretty lucky that we've been in e-commerce beforehand. Uh, it's been a focus of ours since the very beginning. So a lot of our online sales from, you know, all over the nation for that matter have have seen an uptick as well uh, from people. What, what are some of the markets that you that you work in? And and like I'm curious, where are those upticks happening? Well, I, th- I would say all over uh, the U.S. 
obviously our main markets here in the Washington Northwest area. Uh, but we'll, we have, uh, for example, some popular items like cork flooring is, is just been a really big one for us. Uh, I love cork. Yeah, it's a great, great flooring product. Uh, very affordable, very easy to install, right? So very much in the DIY world, which is on fire right now. Right. Um, might be hard to find a contractor, but yeah. you know, you're at home and you have some time. So let's, let's have a crack at this and watch a YouTube video. And uh, it feels great underfoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's we have it throughout our home. We love it. It's there's so many benefits to it. Um, so it's, it's cork is actually a tree that regenerates its bark, right? Yeah. One of the coolest, most sustainable businesses and stories that are out there for a building product. Uh, cork is is an amazing industry. You know, predominantly in in Portugal, mm-hmm. it's the bark of the tree. They harvest it every nine years. Uh, the tree continues to grow. Uh, it's actually healthy for the tree. It was totally meant to be harvested. Mm. Um, it's the highest paid agricultural job in the world. It's still okay. such a cool old world uh, industry. They go in, they hand harvest all of this, uh, the bark. Um, the ecosystem is still We're like thousands. Your, and thousands. What's that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just was putting it in context. Like we're talking about thousands of years. People have been doing this, right? Or oh yeah, okay, yeah. And and as a flooring product, it's been around for 150 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it was just as popular as wood at one point. Um, you, know, you see homes still, mid-century homes that are that still have cork in them. Oh, interesting. Um, That's yeah. I did not know that. When when was this time that it was on par with wood, like? Uh, it, on par with wood, I want to say early 1900s, and and then it was very popular in in mid-century homes. You know, uh, just uh, became quite popular then. And back then it was that classic style of cork floor, right? That that granulated cork look. You mm-hmm. can sand and refinish right. it. Oh yeah, like that is yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid such your homes, that is definitely a component. It actually really ties in well with sort of the organic feel of touches in mid century for sure. Yeah, and it's in it's in the Harvard Library and it's been there for a hundred years. You know, it's it's in municipal buildings, it's in all People don't realize they're walking on cork and they're in a courthouse, for example. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. Well, wow, so that actually speaks speaks uh, the wear issue has always been a concern for me about cork, but if it's holding yeah. up to the Harvard Library, then it's true. And I think there's different type, just like there's different types of woods, wood flooring products. There's different types of cork flooring products, where you can refinish that cork flooring over and over and over again. And it's unfortunate that people don't totally understand it sometimes and they will they may rip it out of a home not understanding that they can get a sander out sand it refinish it and have a brand new floor brand new cork floor um whereas there's also some types of cork floors that are more of a veneer and and can't really be refinished just like there's you know cheaper hardwood floors that can't be refinished and, and unfortunately uh, we call those wooden carpets that end up getting just thrown into the landfill. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to stay away from stuff like that. Okay. 
All right. Well, hey, we're about to go to break here, but um, having a great conversation today with Cameron Reith from Green Home Solutions. Again, it's got a fabulous showroom in Fremont where you can go in and with your mask on. Yes, please. Um, and your hands washed and sanitized and all that stuff. Um, can you still touch the product? I was going to say you can touch the product, but can't you touch the product right now? Yeah, we have a system where if okay. people want to put stuff out, um, just leave it out and then we'll clean it up and put it back. Okay. But if you're curious about the, because, because the, as you've been talking about cork, I keep thinking about the texture and all this great stuff. Like it's really good to see and just see the range of, of things that you can, you can have in your home that, that meet, meet this criteria of being better for the planet. Um, but we're about to go to break here. I am your host, Rebecca Sayre. This is sustainability sessions. And uh, we will be back in a minute with Cameron Reith from Green Home Solutions. So are you interested in green building, energy efficiency, and sustainable practices? The Northwest Eco Building Guild is a 501c3 community of builders, designers, suppliers, and homeowners concerned with ecological building in the Pacific Northwest. The Guild empowers people through educational activities, classes, and events through the year. To learn more on how to go solar, conserve water, lower your energy bills, and create a healthy home environment, visit ecobuilding.org forward slash events today. Need a day away? Indulge yourself in a sanctuary of rest at the Seaside Spa and Salon, located in historic waterfront Coopville on beautiful Whidbey Island. Seaside Spa and Salon specializes in organic spa treatments. Their goal is to create a place for you to regain balance and to uplift your spirits. Check out their website for information on spa packages and gift certificates. Visit SeasideSpaAndSalon.com or like them on Facebook to plan your day away today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Are you looking for a realtor? Rebecca Sayer from Infinity Real Estate and Development in Seattle is a real estate broker with a passion for helping people with an enjoyable and successful home buying experience. Infinity is focused on empowering positive futures for each of our clients as well as the community. With a deep local knowledge in green and sustainable properties and housing models, Rebecca is committed to connecting people with the right property. She can help you access a home that will increase your quality of life, reduce electromagnetic and toxic product exposure, plus your carbon footprint. Rebecca serves on the Northwest Eco Building Guild's Education Committee where she is helping develop a series of courses for people who have an interest in living more sustainably, be it in a home or an apartment, through classes that share the tricks, tools, and resources available. To connect with an agent that serves you and your community, reach out to Rebecca at Rebecca at InfinityRed.com today. Green Home Solutions is a family-owned and operated green building product supplier based in Seattle, Washington. 
They are passionate about the environment, conservation, and sustainable building practices. With over 20 years in the construction industry, they pride themselves on product knowledge, installation techniques, and knowing which green building materials are right for you. Green Home Solutions offers the highest quality, eco-friendly building materials, and their online store is a great place to shop for everything that you need. Their Seattle showroom is truly a one-stop shop for all of your green building supplies. For more information, visit ghsproducts.com. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Dream. tuning into the sustainability sessions. I am your host, Rebecca Stair. Uh, hope y'all are staying safe, staying warm, taking care of each other, looking after each other during this strange time. Uh, our guest today is the fabulous Cameron Reef from Green Home Solutions. We've been talking about how during this unprecedented time, there has actually been an uptick in uh, residential home pro projects where people are really uh, seeking out and looking to do uh, do these projects with more sustainable, resilient uh, methodologies and, and systems from green flooring, such as cork that we were just talking about, which, which has a, a uh, much lower carbon footprint and much easier uh, it's just a more, a more natural product um, to more efficient heating systems and, and, and water capture and solar and all that kind of stuff. And, and so that's actually a, a positive trend during this crazy time. Um, and I, Cameron and I have just met uh, just this morning on, on, this, uh, on this Zoom chat, which is how we do the show these days, just like pr pretty much everybody else does everything. Uh, we used to go into the studio, but that actually reduces our carbon footprint and also uh, makes it a lot easier to get ready for, <laughs> for the show in the morning. Um, but Cameron has been a longtime supporter of the Northwest Eco Building Guild, which I am a part of um, as part of my real estate practice uh, with uh, Infinity Real Estate and Development. And the Guild is also a fabulous resource uh, for, for the how-to uh, on so many aspects of this stuff. And so I wanted to just give a shout out to some of the things they've got going on and, and some resources that you all out there can can uh, gather to learn learn about this stuff. And I'm just actually going to double check. Are we good, Benny, with our... Okay, good. Yep. It looked like my Zoom screen was frozen. Oh, yeah. You're the, still good. You out in Radio Land. Um, so... Um, the uh, Northwest Green Home Tour took place earlier this year. However, thanks to the magic of um, Zoom and, and the video stuff, you can still go on a virtual Green Home Tour uh, for 20 bucks. You can go to 
mexicobuildingguild.org. And you can take a look at these remodels and, and, and there's a historic cabin renovation, passive houses, carbon reducing remodels and everything in between. So again, this is all practical, tangible, real world, world stuff that, that you can do that, you know, maybe each of us, what we, what we do does not have a tremendous impact, but collectively, if we make these changes, it, it has a tremendous impact on, on our health, on the environment. It's, it's uh, big stuff. Uh, also, you can uh, go again to ecobuilding.org and you can get replay tickets for the annual Northwest Green Building Slam and Summit, uh, which I know was done in a really innovative way with breakout rooms and conferences. Um, Cameron and the and Green Home Solutions has been a longtime supporter of the Slam and Summit, which again is where it's it's a really fun and inspiring opportunity, sort of a TED Talk format where where people are are sharing their innovative uh, projects and ideas and and real world um, things that they're working on. You know, again, passive house, deep dive, clean energy solutions. Um, great discussions and then there's going to be a virtual winter party parties are still happening happening although virtually on december 8th that's also at equalbuilding.org and that and, and then um also wanted to give a reminder that december 1st is giving tuesday and that's a global generosity movement and uh just you know if you want to think of giving to the northwest eco building guild that really helps further their mission to empower people through education to transform the built environment for long-term sustainability. And so those are some things that are going on and some things that you can be a part of. Uh, and so today, Cameron and I, again, have been talking about these really practical things about how the real estate market, how this, this time of this pandemic has caused some shifts in how we do things. Uh, it's also given us an opportunity to as we struggle, as we work through it, as we innovate to reflect upon all kinds of stuff and just how we walk, how we interact, how we take care of each other. What, what are your thoughts on that, Cameron? Yeah, I think uh, this has been a big shift in perspective. Uh, you, I think we all are appreciating a lot of the smaller things or the finer things in life, the relationships with people, uh, how we're spending our day to day, um, you know, just valuing all of those things so much more. I, at least I've found myself slowing down a bit, um, you know, appreciation for, you know, making change right now, coming out of this better, you know, appreciation for, small businesses you know we're seeing how this is just decimated small businesses all around us you know what can we do to help what can we do to support them mm -hmm. uh you know where do, where are we spending our dollars i think these are all things that can help us come out of this better um, i want to as you say that if i may just just given the current lockdown i whenever i get the opportunity and this is an opportunity uh, for those of us who are able right now, let's support our restaurants by ordering, you know, under the parameters that, that they're, they're allowed. I think that's really important during this time Absolutely. and, and, and yeah. other small businesses. And any, any small, I mean, any small business, you know, 
here we are, we're lucky we're in, you know, home improvement and building products, but all the other retail you know, out there, all the other restaurants out there that are definitely struggling and, and hanging on, I think we can all help, help support and, and just, you know, whereas I know Amazon and, you know, Target and Walmart and all these places are just blowing up and having record years because of this, you know, a lot of us can take the time to, to shop in other places, you know, to, to find the small businesses that do have e-commerce or even just the ability to, to buy it, go, you know, pick it up, whatever it may be, especially with the holidays coming up. I think it's just, it's an, it's pivotal. And you can order directly from Etsy. You can order, you know, just yeah. like go, go to those, cut out that middleman. Absolutely. And, and, and that's small change that collectively makes a huge difference uh, and can actually save a lot of these businesses. So um, I think some other stuff that's coming out of this is, is spurring creativity. There's so many people at home right now wondering how to, they're probably coming up with ideas for small businesses to start as we come out of this. I mean, I, I know there's, there's so much of that happening just in my own household. Uh, so there's just the idea of, of coming up with, you know, ideas that can strive coming out of this. It's just, uh, another, another thing to be optimistic about in my opinion. Very nice. I, I appreciate that for sure. Um, yeah, it's just, it's <laughs> that with, with all the things happening in the world today, I, I have found myself, you know, as I speak with friends and in various forms of inspiration to lament, to panic, to hope, and, and the entire gamut gets run, I mean, sometimes in my own head daily, you know, is we live in interesting times. It's, just, it's an interesting time. We don't know what the heck's going on in a lot of ways. Um, I think it is, personally, it's, it's very humbling in that, you know, this is just, this is a little virus that we can't even see. So I get right, like it's, and it is wreaking havoc. It is, there's a lot of correlations that have been, you know, drawn to the fact, you know, as we disturb the natural environment, as you know, it, 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 the, the, whether it's the bat, the pangolin, whatever, where this, you know, I'm not going to go into what I believe to be the conspiracy theories of lab production, but you know, that, 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 that our, the way we interact with the natural world, uh, is part of why this is happening. And this is, this is, it's just, it's, it's a natural system out of whack and, and that's what we're experiencing. And, um, it's humbling. It's extremely humbling. And we might as well, as much as we're able, as we're all trying to survive. Um, again, I just want to stress, check in on your people because I think people are, sometimes it's not just physical survival. Sometimes it's, it's that emotional and mental health uh, touches that are so critical for folks, but we have an op there's an opportunity to learn here. There's always an opportunity to learn, but this is a really unprecedented time. And at some point this will be over at some point we will go 
back to something and we will move in different different directions in some ways and I, I don't know I don't I don't know what I don't have any conclusions with making this statement but um thoughts Cameron <laughs> yeah I think we have to find those silver linings and and they are there and it is building resiliency and, and appreciation for the things around us and 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 it is spurring creativity and it is focusing on our our the people around us and our own mental health and just really our health in general you know i think these things can they are wearing on us all of us uh it's really difficult not to be able to spend time with with you know parents for example and, mm -hmm. and grandkids with parents and, it, and it's just so difficult so zoom you know you know we're trying to connect and and i think just coming out of this with uh positive thoughts and and looking forward to to how we can be better people is mm -hmm. is something that we owe ourselves and and we you know owe this planet frankly so um I'm not a professional on this topic. It's this, you know, it's daunting, but I think there's, and it's easy to talk about and say, Hey, you know, let's find silver linings when, when really there's a lot of things wearing on everyone, but, um, how else do we, do we come out of this better? I think we gotta, yeah, we gotta connect. We gotta converse. We gotta, it, it just is, it's just where we're at, you know, and we have to figure out, what the next steps are step by step. Absolutely. So and again, you know, supporting each other, you know, um, that's, those are supporting each other, helping out people that, you know, like, I love how you say, Hey, reach out to your neighbors. I mean, that's, that's something that's going to give back to you, right? You helping other people. If you have the ability or you have, you know, neighbors that, you know, you can interact with, uh safely and and just that's that's going to build the community around us and that that feeling of community is is ultimately what's going to you know save us all absolutely so um all right so i'm just saying uh we got to wrap it up here um camera we made it we made our hour wow uh, and Thank you so much uh, for being our guest today, Cameron Reef from Green Home Solutions. Again, we're talking about little things that we can do to get through this pandemic, resources and knowledge and all sorts of stuff with Green Home Solutions. Uh, showroom in Fremont, go check them out. What's your website, Cameron? GHSproducts.com. Go check these guys out. Check out Northwest EcoBuild, ecobuilding.org and uh, take care of each other out there. This has been the Sustainability Sessions. I am your host, Rebecca Sayre. Thank you so much. <laughs>